Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hello, friend. If you have been paying attention or on my social media channels, then you probably know my four-month intimate coaching program, group coaching program, is open. The Made to Flow Academy is open for a few more days, and I wanted to interview one of the women who went through the Made to Flow Academy and has experienced such a radical transformation inside, outside, in her life, in her marriage, in her business, all of the things. And so she is such an incredible sister and someone who I've had the pleasure of knowing for a few years via social media. And I want to share her testimony with you to give you a little bit of an insight of what you can anticipate if you have been prayerfully considering joining the Made to Flow Academy. Any program is an investment in your time and in your resources, and so I wanted to bring somebody to share with you what this investment in her heart, in her mind, has done for her and her life and the calling that God has on her. So without further ado, I'm going to let you listen in on an interview I did with Mandy, and I also want to make sure you know if you have questions about Made to Flow, please send me an email or message me on social media. I would love to chat with you and see if it is the right fit for you and would love to work with you to make 2022 the second half. Oh my gosh, can you even believe it? The second half of 2022, your best part of this year yet. Tell us a little bit about the Mandy before you did Made to Flow. Like, where were you at in life? What were you thinking? Like, yeah. Um, well, that was probably one of the hardest times in my life. I'm going to try to do this without crying today. And anyone who knows me knows that's a true testament of what Made to Flow has really done if I don't cry, right? Um, so- right. Every Wednesday, our group met on Wednesdays and we, and we always kind of started to say, well, if you don't cry, you know, it's not Wednesday because this, this stuff is deep. Right. Right. Um, Well, I guess, honestly, I was stuck in complaining, stuck in this vicious cycle of who um, I had always been um, and stuck in the lie of feeling like I wasn't enough, then feeling like I had to prove it, um, you know, whether it was um, by showing up and fighting or um, just trying to prove it in my work or prove it in my home and the mom I was just all these different aspects of life where I was trying to prove that I was worthy of it. Um, and then whenever I would hit the wall of failure or even sometimes perceived failure, I would just put that right on repeat, go back into the lie. I'm not worthy. I, I don't deserve this. You know, what God has isn't good enough for me. Um, embarrassingly enough, I was stuck in that, you know, of 
really that's what complaining is and just um man and made to flow just really helped me to um recognize that lie and that cycle that I was on um that story that I was telling myself over and over and over and um just starting to refute those lies and um given me the tools to do that, honestly, Heather, you know, like, um, it's one thing to recognize, oh my gosh, this is what it is. This is a weed I need to pull. This is something that's not right. But then to have the tools and the people surround you to, um, really help you to refute those lies and maybe yeah. you those three different ways to refute those lies. And I think that was a major, major part of the growth and transformation. Well, I love that you shared that the lie, and this is the thing, right? Like when there's, I always think of like, it's a tree and like there's this root of a lie. Every branch of your life is impacted by that, that, that thought. And these could be, the root could be a good one or a bad one, right? But when it's a, when it's a good one, then, you know, if we believe that we are loved, if we believe that we are whatever it might be, that's going to impact how we treat people, our marriage, our children, our neighbor, all right? But if we believe that, you know, I'm not enough that this, like God's plans for me are not good, right? That's going to impact every area of your life. So we can get to the root of the lie. We can remove it, place it, replace it with truth. So then that the fruit that comes out, and that's really, that is like the made to flow, what it is. It's helping you get to the issue, to the root, because what typically happens, and I always share too, I share very candidly with you guys, my coaching prior to understanding the brain, I was coaching to symptoms. So maybe you'd bring something to me and say, um, you know, you launched a blog, right? That was part of the thing that you had discovered in the Bloom Academy, like what God was calling you to do. And so maybe you'd come to me and for help on the blog and not that I don't have good tips or advice or whatever, but we were really, what happens is we coach and we dance around the problem instead of getting to the root of it. And so then it's like, we can have temporary progress and temporary success, but made to flow helps you get to the deep hidden root that you don't always see, don't always even want to know about yourself, but that's where it changes everything. So the stuck Mandy, the not enough that the God, you know, God's plans are not his, he doesn't have good plans for me. That like idea of, um, yeah, just not, not good enough, not whatever enough. So what were you hoping to get from it? When you were like, you know what, Heather? Yep, I'm going to do this. What were you hoping to get from it? What did you think? Because I, I also think there's sometimes hard to market things. When I know the impact it has on people, I'm like, oh my gosh, get ready. Your life's going to change. Sometimes that's hard to put into words. So what were you hoping to get from it when you had heard just what it was about? Um, really to get unstuck. I mean, if I'm honest with you, during that time of my life, I was sitting right here in this bed, staring at this window with the blinds closed certain days. Um, with the blinds closed, staring at the window at nothing mm -hmm. um, in this dark place. Again, repeat mode of that stuck in that I want to get up, but I can't. My mind saying get up, but my body would not get up. And mm -hmm. so um, I wanted out of that. I wanted freedom. I wanted to walk in God's truth. I wanted to believe what God really said about me, um, you know, and not just say the verses, but like feel them in my heart. Um, that's something we yeah. talk about too, like the head knowledge versus the heart, because the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I think that's one of the most powerful things in a coaching call, right? When you can let someone talk and not filter it, like, cause we filter it through Christianity a lot. 
we filter it through the what, what we should say or what we need to do or what we, what we have to sound like or look like. But when you can really get into that honest mode of unfiltered, for sure. That vulnerability is where God really changes you going back to him with the deep, with the hurt, with the weakness is where we truly see his power. And so, um, I think I was just kind of wanting that in the community of having other women surround you because, you know, it's one thing to go through some, something and, um, you know, and lean into God and, and even to have that background of growing up in the church and knowing God and, you know, and having, um, you know, family who does, but it's totally different when you're in the thick of it and, um, you feel like you can't talk to anybody, or maybe you don't want to share those personal things with family members, um, for fear that it will be, you know, when you're family, you can't help but to remember those things, right? You know, and so um, just to go through it with that sisterhood of other women who are in a similar, because God's so good. He just always ends up putting people who have those same kind of needs, those same stories, those same um, rejection feelings, those same other things, right? Um, and yes. so it's just so good to have that sense of community and other women who are in the thick of it with you, who understand what you're going through, who want to be there for you, who want to pray for you. Um, you know, those partners to, um, give you clarity and, and to pray with you and for you. And, um, you know, we know that that changes things, prayer changes things. And so to have that community of women backing you up and feeling those feelings that you feel, you feel validated too, in, in that alone, you know, like I'm not alone feeling this way. And, um, when we get vulnerable, that's again, that's when we really help each other in this walk, we give each other hope, right? Right. Yeah. And we talk a lot about the three core basic human needs. Like when you start to understand those, and then when you hear somebody else's testimony, you're like, oh, I can relate to that because the enemy knows what our core, like as a human, what we need. He also knows your triggers. He knows my triggers. And so it's like, he's been studying humanity, his, his whole existence to figure out how he can steal, kill, and destroy. When you start to see that, you're like, oh, but, and I think what you kind of naturally start to do when you're in a program like this is you recognize, oh, I see what she's struggling with. I struggle with that too. Oh, it's the, she doesn't really feel loved or she doesn't really feel safe or she, oh, she has a misconception of money or, so you start to see even the fruit of the root. And then you can start to say, oh, I relate to that. Oh, I have issues with that too. And God wants to heal me. And that's, what's so interesting about this program. It's really a healing program. For sure. It's For healing sure. the mind and healing the soul and healing, uh, like healing you on a deep level. So that the fruit that comes is, is good. Um, well, I would love for you to share, like, so when you come in and you're feeling stuck, you're feeling not enough, you're feeling all this negative stuff, like where, at what point throughout the Academy, did you like have a, Ooh, like a highlight, or do you remember like your first, like, Oh, like that aha that you're like, oh my goodness. Um, I think probably when we were writing out um, some of the things about yourself and then going back and refuting those lies and like, what would my husband say to me about that? What would my friend say to me about that? And um, I think that was a huge, that probably wasn't the first one, <laughs> um, but that was a huge one for me to realize like the way that I talk to myself man, I would never let anyone talk to me that way. Um, like, I think that was just one of the biggest things of realizing that I was on that cycle because I was telling myself all these things in the story I was playing in my head and like thinking about myself were, 
that was, that was hard. Um, and so one of the major things that we did was the brain priming. And um, for me, that was so much breakthrough. I think that honestly was probably the game changer for me. Um, the biggest one. If you could kind of put that into simplified terms for a woman that's listening, okay, brain priming, what is that? I talked a little bit about that in the master class. Really, it's priming your brain to prepare for God's promises, to prepare for God's goodness. Um, like in a real simple term, like, can you explain that? What, what, what that was? Um, for me, that was looking at the verses that God had already given me. He's so gracious and he had already been giving me verses I had written down on post-it notes or stuck little markers in my Bible or written on my notebook, you know, or even stuck as a screensaver on my phone. Um, and so just going back and looking at some of those verses and um, repeating those out loud and listening to those day in and day out um, in the morning and at night is what you had suggested. And then there was times in the middle when um, I felt I would have these feelings come up and those things would start to bubble. And I'd be like, uh-uh, let me go listen to my brain prime. And it was um, just starting out with even, you know, just those simplified truths of I'm a co-creator. I, you know, God created me in his image and likeness for love to be loved. All those biblical truths that he had already been speaking over me. Um, so powerful and just speaking the word over yourself, right? Just speaking yeah. the word out loud. And then to just listen to that. I mean, you know, we can write them down. I had wrote I had written down declarations before, but it didn't stick like listening to these, um, you know, I'm a tree planted, ready to blo in blossom all the time, you know, all those verses just in, and in my own words, the Zephaniah 317, you know, he's warring for me. He has plans for me, all of the goodness that God has and, and realizing that and just changing my brain and believing those old yuck lies and believing God's truths about me and, and making it personal. The call is for everyone, but man, when you make it personal and about you, that's where change and growth and just um, flow happens really. Yeah. No pun intended. Right. I love that. Yeah. Because, and that you said something really important. So I think this is some of the issues sometimes when we can get so accustomed to hearing verses or to hearing. So we work a lot with, so we know that there's power in our words. So our, what we call in the entrepreneur space, we'll say like, oh, well, affirmations, right? Well, in the Bible, it's just declarations, right? And then there's the decrees. So those are two different things, but that's it's declaring and decreeing things. And so we talk a lot about that in the program, but making them fit you. Because like, you don't, you know, I, when I read King James, I don't talk like that. Like, I, I don't talk like that. And so I have to make, like, my brain thinks that's foreign. So when you can make the verse that's very personable and it's very, um, it's, it's your language, how you speak it, there's so much power in that. You actually were one of the ones, you, you let us listen to part of your brain prime. So I asked, I put you on the spot. I was like, it was so good. And so when we talk about brain prime, just to kind of, if someone's asking, like, what do you really... It's that you have neural pathways in your brain